Hello and welcome to episode 280 of the VegGrab podcast. My name's Richard and I love to grow food in my allotment and garden. Today is the 9th of April 2020. Now today I'm going to do something a little bit different and I'm going to talk about living the good life. But first, what have I been up to today? Well, today I was on the allotment for most of the day and it was like a day out in the summer. It was such lovely warm weather. Now, my first task today was to do more weeding. As always, my main task and my first task when I get on the allotment is weeding and it's paying off. I'm really finding I'm getting on top of the weeds and I even got as far as hitting the strawberry bed today. And the great thing about weeding is that it gives me that chance to really connect with some of my plants and give them a really good inspection at the same time. Now, for example, I noticed that when I was weeding my asparagus bed, I had one spear that was ready for harvesting. And there was a couple more spears that are going to be ready over the next couple of days. So I harvested that one spear and over the next couple of days I will harvest the next two and it won't be long behind that before more start popping up so that's great. I also noticed while weeding my garlic bed that a few of the leaves had little red spots on the garlic leaves. Now this is called garlic or leek rust and it's a fungal disease. Now it doesn't do a huge amount of damage but what it can do is inhibit the growth of the bulb if that infestation gets worse. Now, to fight this, I just pick off any infected leaves and burn them. I get this disease every year, and it's never really caused me any problems. After the weeding, I then placed some plants that I'd brought down to the allotment from home into Grandad's greenhouse. And these were some of my plants, such as tomato and aubergines, which I had at home, but I'm trying to make a bit more space at home. Now, I did want to plant these out in the greenhouse today, but unfortunately, it was just so hot in that greenhouse that I couldn't work in there for that long. So I'll do that another day. After this, I then followed up by a good watering all over the allotment. It's certainly getting very dry there, and I think water is going to be uh, in high demand this year from what I'm seeing already. After this, I went home, and that was it for today, really. Now, I thought... I had done quite a lot today, but it's not until I talk about this on the podcast that I suddenly realised that all I really did today was weeding. Well, that's what I've been up to today, but what have you been up to in your own garden or allotment? Please let me know. Now, tonight, I thought I would talk about my thoughts on living the good life based on the TV show from 1975. For those that don't know, The Good Life was a comedy show about a couple of people who lived in the leafy suburbs of Surbiton. As a child in the 80s, this was repeated quite often. I would quite regularly watch it on the TV. Although a couple of years ago over Christmas, I did actually watch every episode. Just to, as an adult, your opinion on the show suddenly changes. To give you a bit of background behind the show, if you don't know about it, the show was based around Tom Good and his wife Barbara. And basically on Tom's 40th birthday, he had a midlife crisis and overnight packed in his job as a plastic toy designer and started living the self-sufficient life. Much to the horror of their neighbours, Jerry and Margot, the goods quickly introduced chicken, pigs and a goat to their garden and converted the whole garden into what we would now call a kind of small city farm. You've probably seen it, but if you haven't, I'm sure you can find episodes online. Now, after watching the show from start to finish over that Christmas, I had so many thoughts on this and what I would do differently, especially in the modern day. And I thought I'd share my thoughts on this 
today. Now, firstly, I just want to say that living a self-sufficient life, I personally don't think it's possible to live self-sufficiently in the way that was portrayed in the TV show. Especially in the modern day, we all need an income and pay taxes and all those horrible things that we can only do with cash, I'm afraid to say. That being said, the first thing I would say is that I quite often see self-employed people as being a form of self-sufficiency in their own way. And this was something that I thought with Tom. Tom's job was a plastic toy designer. So he was a designer. He had a lot of artistic traits to his repertoire. He could have done this working from home and could have gone freelance working from home, designing, getting clients in and designing one or two projects or something and making use, still being self-sufficient in his own way, but he's at home and able to do that. In fact, in one episode, he did do just that in order to buy Barbara a dress. So it was within his means to do this. And I think that is actually quite an important place to firstly start. I don't think it's worth just going straight in and packing your job in overnight like he did in the TV show. The other thing I wouldn't have done was to convert the whole garden into a giant vegetable patch with animals with absolutely no real experience beforehand. Personally, what I would have done was got the experience first. I started with a small vegetable patch, learned how to grow a few things and then built upon that and expanded as we'd gone on throughout the years. Now, I've always had a dream of living self-sufficiently in terms of vegetables for my garden, but I've always said it's not going to be possible to live 100% self-sufficient in veg. There are fruits like pineapples that I absolutely love and it's possible to grow them in this country, but you need to invest so much energy into making that pineapple that it's not worth it. So for the sacrifice of perhaps going to the shop to buy a pineapple, I could probably grow more carrots or something. And that's my kind of thoughts on self-sufficient anyway. I just don't think it's possible to go self-sufficient this day and age without having some sort of income. Now, whether the income comes from selling vegetables or herbs or anything that we are growing, that could be something to look at. Or even vegetable plants tomatoes and, and aubergines perhaps on a little table outside the house is another way this self-sufficient lifestyle could pay off in our home environment and this is where self-sufficiency has been let down it's the belief that we can just pack in our day jobs and live off the land that's not going to happen we have to think that money has to be earned it's a job and that's what you got to think about yes you might be able to feed yourself out of the garden with vegetables in the goods case on the good life they did have pigs which went to slaughter they had chickens which laid eggs which was also a form of food they had the goat for milk and in the very last episode which was a christmas special they got a cow as well which brings me quite nicely onto my thoughts on how that would have affected the neighbors Jerry Amargo in The Good Life was absolutely horrified. The worst thing that I felt the goods didn't do was that they just went in head first with this plan and did not talk it over with their neighbours. And I would always say, talk to your neighbours first and check they're okay with your plans. That's really, really important, especially if you're going to have chickens. And the goods had a cockerel, so that was crowing in the morning. They had goats, they had pigs, which were all making noise. There was one episode as well where the goods were up at six o'clock in the morning with uh, a petrol tiller, I think it was. That would piss me off if that was my neighbours. Sorry, I shouldn't swear, but I was just getting the point across. That, yeah, that would annoy me if that was my neighbours. And, and that is something that 
I've always said I've always spoken to my neighbours about getting chickens. The quail are completely different because they're so much more quieter, but quail are actually a great for self-sufficiency in my eyes because of how, well, they produce the eggs. It's possible to produce meat from them if you want to go down that route, but I don't really want to do that. And they're easier to breed if you know how to breed. Also in The Good Life, Tom and Barbara did have challenges when it came to being able to exist. I think that's the only way to put it, being able to exist, because they did need money for certain things. But they came up with quite ingenious ways of trying to circumvent anything that they would pay for. So electricity, they started to produce their own electricity with a generator fueled by the animal waste. Quite quite a clever idea. Tom would also barter eggs with the news agency to get his magazines. So bartering was actually quite a big thing that they did. And it's certainly quite an interesting way of existing. Again, this day and age, I don't think it's going to work. I mean... Tom and Barbara paid off their house, so therefore they didn't have to pay a mortgage. But let's say I went to my mortgage company and said, I can't pay you with cash, but I can pay you with eggs. It's not going to wash, is it? That, that's just not going to happen. In one episode, Tom did go and try and sell some of his vegetables to a local restaurant. The local restaurant actually did buy some vegetables, but suddenly said, well, I want this amount of vegetables every week. And Tom was suddenly greeted with this fact that he couldn't provide that. And this day and age, to be able to sell vegetables to restaurants or even to anybody in the street, there's so many laws that you have to abide by and, and things that you have to do to get that checked off. That I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's a pretty big minefield that needs investigating before we would even start. I also mentioned that Tom and Barbara kept certain animals, such as chickens and uh, pigs and goats, which they got on their very first day, which, again, I think that is just stupidity to be honest how are you going to look after an animal if you don't know how to look after it just beggars belief again i know it's a comedy show but it does make you think so in summary my thoughts would be make a plan don't rush into it start small and build up and see what you can reduce as you go along and also look at making revenue streams from as many different areas as possible that is what i would say i learned from the good life well, that's it for today. So thank you so much for listening. I know this has been a completely different and very hypothetical podcast, but it's something I've wanted to do for quite a while. And just finally to get my thoughts out on this has uh, been a while ago. If you've got any thoughts on this subject, then please let me know. But as always, if you want to get in touch, it's richard at thevegroundpodcast.co.uk by email. Or you can visit the website, thevegroundpodcast.co.uk, or you can find me on social. Just search for The Veg Ground Podcast. But for today, please take care, and I'll see you again next time. 